From the stately downtown studios, stand by for Florida's premier sports talk radio show. It's Ozzy the Sports Junkie. This whole thing is getting out of control. What the hell are you talking about? of the world. Unfreaking believable. And now, here's Ozzie. What do you say? Where do you heard people? Ozzie the Sports Junkie back in the friendly confines, the cozy surroundings of the Sports Junkie Radio Network Empire, located right here in sunny Sarasota. And, man, kind of a comfortable Dreary day here in Florida, but who cares? Beats the heat. Gives us a break from the heat. They're feeling it up there in Tampa and Miami and Jacksonville. Anywhere where they're training with full pads on. Don't think that that's not brutal. But more comfortably than anything is my good friend. It's been a couple weeks since he's been in here. Mr. Gopher Greg joins me. Greg, how are you, buddy? Hey, Oz. What's go- it's great to be back, It's man. comfy it's in here a, today. Been a lot, it's been a little while. It's been at least two weeks. I'll yep. tell you what, our 4th of July show, but I don't know if we did it on the 4th of July. We did it, it that it was, weekend, I think. It was the one with the go, the Comiskey Park scoreboard. Yeah. Maybe a top five show ever. Oh, I've listened yeah. to it oh, at least yeah, 20 times. Oh, yeah, pretty good, yeah. That one was a jewel. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Let us pat ourselves on the back here. I'm sorry. Uh, credit where credit's due. That was a funny show, and we'll hope for more today. We're going to talk some race baseball, Bucks training camp, and preseason underway. Uh, my eyes just now healing, Greg, from the fork I jammed in them continually in the maybe the worst second half of any preseason game I've ever seen. Whoever was in charge of broadcasting that game, as far as the feed, shit show from start to finish. Second quarter, the thing went dead, and apparently some areas never came back on at all. So the oldest cliche in the book, that's preseason for the production team as well. (laughs) Thank God I didn't. I was down at uh, Gecko's. Had a last-second uh, snafu in scheduling, and a bad bar to do a Bucks preseason game party. Steeler country, yeah, 140 geez. Steelers. Then that they're was, everywhere. That was the average age, though. 140. But they all had their uh, early bird coupons. They're every Steeler fans are everywhere. Well, it's like Cowboy fans with they're six everywhere. Super Bowls. I guess you can be. I mean, that, that was, yeah, and nobody was a real Steeler fan until the 70s, until they started winning. That's the funny part. You know, nobody really rooted for the Steelers. I mean, it was incredible. Well, if you're, if you're a Steeler fan from the 70s, I'd say you, you deserve and you appreciate it and have been around. That's 40 years, Greg. Right. So but you, the thing is, is that, bef- like, before then, I mean, though, they nobody, were elastic socks. Yeah. Socks. And it's the same thing. You and I talked about the Patriots. Nobody was a Patriots fan. Exactly. Until, until they won a Super Bowl. That 86 season, I remember it like yesterday, one of the greatest magical runs in my sports memory right here in Sarasota. I I don't know if there was a big influx of, of Northeasterners who've retired to Florida since 86. I don't know why that would change. 
There wasn't a Patriot fan anywhere to be seen. I didn't see a single one in all town. And what they won the wild card. They they were a wild card, and they won the wild card game, and then they went to the Super Bowl against the Bears, right? Sure. And then they, a Walter Payton fumble, set up a, a Franklin field goal, and it was three nothing Patriots. And I thought, oh God, it's, it's it, there's no way this is happening. This cannot happen. This cannot happen. Oh yeah. And then forty six straight points was rolled up by the Bears, and one of the laughing runaway just. Gang bang Super Bowls. You know, they say that makes for a horrible Super Bowl. Not if it's your team. Yeah. That, that Buccaneers Super Bowl, I had no problem at all <laughs> with the Bucs starting to pour it on, baby. And it got hairy. I mean, we got plenty to cover in this today in today's uh, sports world. But looking back at Super Bowls, that Super Bowl was a three touchdown lead, and then Jerry Rice got a touchdown up right. They started to creep back in. Yeah. I said, This is either going to be the greatest night of my life. Or I'm going to blow my brains out in the front yard because if they blow a three touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, I'm done. Yeah, well, thank God. I was I was kind of worried too. That's when Dwight Smith ended it. Well, he's in, in all in for all practical purposes ended it. Well, when Derek Brooks picked it off under two under a minute or so to go, there's your dagger. Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. It might have been the other way around. I think it was Brooks went in and then right. Dwight Smith took it to the house and then Gruden trailing him down the sideline knowing that he had just won the Super Bowl. The Bucks won the Super Bowl. I was at a Super Bowl party and my friend and I were like worried at that point. And then, oh. and then some of my brother, oh, you don't have faith in the Bucks. I said, no, geez. I've been a football fan, a Bucks fan for a long time. And I've seen the ceiling fall in and it can fall in on anybody. Look at the Falcons up 28-3 on, on New England. and they, Wow. How about this? You know that uh, Matt Ryan has already put up Hall of Fame type numbers. Over, I don't, I forget what the, I think he's got over a hundred touchdowns, probably more than that. But he's got Hall of Fame numbers already. You know, I alluded to, as we're gonna get to baseball in a second, he raised twenty not five, twenty over five hundred. Can you imagine what do you think Mike Evans' numbers would be if he played for Atlanta? Uh, significantly more. Um, I'm not sure because Mike Evans was such a is such a big target for Jameis and for Fitzpatrick. So I don't know if it would be that much more. The big target. And he's not and he's not the kind of uh, receiver that Julio Jones is and so on. No, he doesn't have the speed. He doesn't If he had a quarterback who would maybe lead him a little bit and, and uh, he could get some yak yard after catch. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get into that. The Buccaneers had a uh, Hall of Fame type quarterback coach, so there's no excuses at all. For number three, but first and foremost, last night the the Rays get a big win in San Diego. My God, I don't know if you saw this, Greg. Two things that I brought from last night's game. First of all, Kiermaier made a catch in center yeah, field. I, I did see the catch. Top three, T- top three catch. I mean, he's he gold. Went, he's Golden Glove for sure this year. Golden Glove, and he's brought it. He's brought the offense up because yeah, that used to be absolutely. Bag, that used to be a big sticking point of a lot of Rays fans. That was well, you and I in particular. Um, the guy doesn't hit under clutch. He doesn't get, get get any clutch hits. He doesn't have any power numbers. He's brought him up a little. He's got some clutch hits. He's got a lot of home runs this year, as opposed to other seasons. What did I say at the beginning of the season? I would be happy with Kiermaier batting two fifty and twenty home runs. And that's about where he's and at. That's where he's at right now. Last night, if you didn't see the catch, was in the ninth. Uh, I believe it was the ninth inning. Could have been the the bottom eighth of the or eighth. Ninth, yeah. He goes at least two to three feet over the center field wall. And I mean, robbed a home run. Was classic. It was a garbage can there. If he didn't catch it, the ball was going straight into that garbage can. He hit the wall hard, kind of knocked the wind out of him. Hopefully, he's not hurt oh, because we've gone over through that the China doll injuries that he goes through. I didn't hear anything about it today. I think he just, I think he just uh, knocked the wind out of himself. I, he stayed out in the game. I think 
he did say in the game, what a what a catch, though. I mean, that guy just... Players make plays, Greg. I mean, not to repeat myself or beat a dead horse. This guy, he's might be one of the best defensive center fielders I've ever seen. Well, the Rays are really good on the road, and they right now this is where they sit. They're uh, two game. They're two games ahead of Oakland in for the second wild card spot. So they're actually they would be in the wild card today, and they're two games behind the Twins, uh, who are actually like just percentage points behind Cleveland. Uh, for the first wild card spot, which would be, of course, a, a home game. Now, here's a here's a stat that that's very interesting. A team at this point of the season with 70 games and 20 games over 500 has right. never has has always made the Both playoffs. Season. Has always made the playoffs. This point of the season, 20 games over. No yeah, one's ever not made se- it. And 70. It was 70 games. Well, yeah. I, t- I take it all the teams 70, ahead of them. 70 wins. Everybody ahead of them has 20. But the thing is, Oakland is pretty good, so they have to really watch out for them. It's just—it's really just for the for the three two wild card spots. It's really just a three man race. It's Oakland or three team race, I should say. Uh, o- Oakland, um, Oakland, the Rays, and then Twins slash uh, Cleveland. Whoever doesn't win the division, I take the I I like the Rays' chances when it comes to that argument. I think they have the best pitching, even with their battered and beaten down staff. The, the, hey. the pieces that they added, Greg, from Miami, and hey, props where props is due. Uncle Stewie, he didn't lay down and play dead. No, not he at all. Out. We need we need some arms in the pen. He went out and got him. He got some decent arms from the Marlins. We need a right-handed stick. And then he got Eric. They got the metric, uh, three-ton metric gross tons. They had to ship him in by freighter. But then, big in over there, Jesus Aguilar at first base. And then what about Eric Sojar? Oh, and... S- s- is it Snowguard or Sogard? Snowguard, Snow that's right. He's a little spark plug, boy. He, right, he's been, hit some key home runs. I'm telling you right now, if, it, if you could re-sign him, when, you're, you're at my raise inside the insider. Where is Yande? I don't know. To Where is Kurt Lowe at second base? I know that uh, it's Lau actually, and and I don't I don't I know he's still hurt. Uh, I know that really hurts, man. Hurt. Those are two huge bats. Now we got to get Lau back. We got to get Lau, and I think Yandy Diaz is a big part. Although, how about our boy? Credit where credit's due. Old Bugs Bunny, the prospector with one leg, four for four last night. He reached base all five times. Right. He had two errors, but so in the field, you mean? Yeah. Well, we look. You can let that go. How about it though, Matt Duffy? Well, if, Matt, if that's what got Matt Duffy going, that's great. So they're on this uh, this uh, road trip out out on the coast, and they've won four straight games. They play tonight. And, hey, listen, McKay I, is starting tonight. so And will hit. Yeah, will yeah. hit. And, and they're wondering where they're going to put him in the, the lineup. So. Clean up. Bad him clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I would put him about, like, Fifth or sixth, maybe sixth, maybe sixth. I think that would be. A good I guarantee he'll bat higher than ninth. There's no question. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, it's, it's, if Zanino is is catching, he'd definitely be. Boy, Zanino over the weekend hit. What was it? It was a three home run game. Yeah, no, a, a three run homer. A three run homer, but he had two home runs and almost three in a game. I, I forget it was last Friday or so. He's been hitting the ball well. Is the point I'm getting to? And again, you know, I've been very critical of Sternberg in that front office. Well, prim- primarily just Sternberg. The front office, everything they touch is gold. Right. Everything they brought in is just, they have an unbelievable yeah. touch. There's a, di- you know, you bring up a really good point because the front office and Sternberg are two different entities. Totally. 
two different entities. And the thing is, is that Sternberg is the one who brought up the the, the stupid Montreal thing yeah. in the middle of the season during a pennant race. And the front office is the one that has to take to take uh, the Heat brunt of it. what's going on. And as do the players. And Stu goes back to the ivory tower on Wall Street where he makes another billion. What an asinine move. And we're not going to beat that dead horse. But you got to wonder, Greg. What if Stuart, Stu doesn't mention that, and that is not brought up? Why it had to be brought up at that point of the season is asinine, and I think it's, there's no explanation that I'll buy. What if this team, as they're, they're, they're poised to make the postseason, all of a sudden there's a groundswell, and all of a sudden there's a refocus on maybe we'll put in more money, Tampa, we'll put in more money to that stadium in Ebor. He might have just cut his own throat with that. He might have done that. Well— and I told I told you this a couple a few days ago. I think one of the reasons they were so busy they were the busiest team in the in during during the trade deadline. Absolutely. And I think they were the busiest team because I think Sternberg figured out I really messed up. I really screwed up with this Montreal thing. You think that so? Announcement. Yeah, and I think that's why they were so active. I really do. I don't know what was worse, the timing or that press conference. Because both, bo- they the, were both terrible. The press conference was an utter train wreck because he had no answers for any questions, and he kept saying, "It's a beautiful day. It's a great day to be a Rays fan." What? How you're, you're taking our team away from us? How is that great for anyone? And Montreal, they're no winner in this. They want their own team, and they deserve their own team. Yeah, it's it's just a stupid a the bonehead whole thing move. Is a, stu- is a stupid idea. Bonehead move. But let's hope that maybe three to four years from now, we're talking about the new stadium close to being open. I, I'm, I'm staying ultra-optimistic that smart, smoother and calmer heads will prevail because there's money to be had. Don't tell me. I know we, I love the Ebor site. You like the fairground site. I'm not opposed to it. I think there's so much growth potential there. You get the casino involved, and I, that's even closer and easier for Orlando fans to get in and out. At John De Palma on last night, he couldn't agree more. He's in... Uh, diehard Yankee fan, he says there's the New Yorkers would be falling out of the woodworks to have a Disney slash casino slash Yankee game. Not only, di- but all the Midwesterners. Are you crazy? Detroit. Disney for the kids. Cleveland. Ball game for Chicago. the family. Casino for the adults. I mean, cruise terminal. Cruises, casinos, baseball, Toron- gambling. Toronto. Oh my Toronto God. Fans. Canadians love Disney. Canadians love Disney. Look how they come out and support the Dunedin Blue Jays. So they could come down and see their Blue Jays. Not over see their Blue Jays. They go to they go to Oakland. I mean, they go. I'm not Oakland. They go to Orlando, and then they go then they go right 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 to the to stadium. Okay, if if a couple of ham and eggers like us know this is so brilliant, why can't a billionaire and his team of billionaires come together? Now, granted, Tampa said, I don't believe they said we have no money. What do you got? That's not how you negotiate. And I don't think Stu got up and said, no money, I'm out of here. It's give and take, baby. Well, we can maybe do this. What can you maybe do? Lie to us. You know, the other thing, too, and I never brought this up before, but you have Bush Gardens very close, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bush Gardens, the the charm of, of not only Ybor City, but the, the, the historical part of Ybor City where the, you know, the cigar district and there's a lot going on. Bush Gardens could do a thing where, okay, you go to Bush Gardens for the day, and then you go that night, you go to a game. How about the Florida Aquarium? Yeah. Billion dollar facility. Or the zoo. The zoo. What zoo? Lowry Park? <laughs> yeah. Why don't they have a Tampa Zoo? Tampa Zoo, yeah. 
Remember the scene in, in Goodfellas where they threw the guy over the lion at the Tampa Zoo? That's apparently <laughs> true. They brought him on down to Tampa and they threw him in the lion cage, never to be seen again. At any rate, I'll see the Sport Chucky go for Greg. Sport Chucky Radio Network, where this show now, Greg, is just about to be. I've got an anchor, which means it's now going to be on. It might already be on there. I haven't checked in the last week. Spotify, iTunes, right. Google Play, and so many other Spreakers, Stricture, Facebook, Belly Itcher. You, we haven't. Uh, we kind of dropped off on the YouTube because the the uh, camera setup is such a pain in the ass. Not really, but, but we're on Facebook and we're also on my Facebook my Facebook sites. If we get the camera set up, I'll split it. We'll be on YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. Cool. And if you miss the show, if you sign into any of these platforms, say Anchor, say Podbean, say Spotify, you just hit subscribe. And you don't even have to know when the next show is. It'll tell you. You get sent. Oh, right. I'll do the sports check. You go for Greg. Fresh show. Oh, I think I'll listen on my way home. I'm telling you, Greg, the day of appointment radio is over. Yeah. The last time I said, oh, I got to listen to so-and-so from noon to three was about at least two years ago. What did it for me was the final push was Sirius Satellite because that's pretty much on-demand radio and with podcast. And there's so many, you know, here's a little, uh, marketing nugget for you this year of course the numbers in podcasts have gone up and up and up this will be the first year that podcasts have brought in over a billion dollars in advertising so i mean they're a player it's not just a fad i'd like a better name than podcast it just gives a bad connotation i think it sounds like you're in your mother's basement talking about stamp collecting well you can you can call it um i i you know online broadcasting online broadcasting internet radio doesn't sound good either no, just, that on, just online, like, I think online broadcasting. <laughs> online, you can call it online broadcast. Digital media. Yeah. That's a nice shiny word. Do you remember when uh, Peter Griffin had his own online uh, show he did out of his basement, a podcast? It's all about hat. <laughs> <laughs> he would just say, and I have this hat, and then there's this one, and then there's a derby. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole hour show all about his hats. And there's a show, there's. You name the topic, and that's another beauty thing about this age. You know, you know, radio, as we see, is pretty much into three or four different cult, uh, subcategories. You have news talk, health talk, possibly money and sports. What else is there? You go on on the podcast, you can talk about any topic under the sun, literally. There's porn casts that aren't triple X porn, but they talk about the comings and goings, giggity, of of uh, the adult film industry. You name it. I, I guarantee they have stamp collecting podcasts. Why not? Any topic that you're interested in, everybody's in, interested in something. You know, with me, it's my Fabergé egg collection. <laughs> I know. I almost broke one the other day. I'm sorry. I know. I, I came close. I'm sorry, but I, I saved it. I asked you not to juggle them. Well, I see you juggle them, and it's, it looks so easy. Well, I am a professional juggler. <laughs> And you know, you two, actually in life you are. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I do. I juggle too many things. I'm too, and it's sometimes <laughs> dropping the ball. So the Rays. Now you made a great point. They were uh, two weeks ago or so, maybe ten days ago. They were looking at a twenty-one straight stretch against sub five halfway through that. Now aren't they? Yeah. Well, they did lose like two out of three to Toronto, but since then, of course, they got that 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 sweep in Seattle was big. And now, you know, they won last night big in um, in San Diego, and they played t- they played t- tonight, and then they have a 3 o'clock game tomorrow. 
Ooh. And then they then they have a day off, and then they come back to play, I believe, Detroit. I got an interesting uh, little nugget for you, and uh, you might be involved in this as well. Last night, our buddy, Dave Wills, shot a video as he's walking up to the radio booth at Petco. And I'm telling you, Greg, I never saw an angle like it of the stadium until like this. That is... Incredible, isn't it? Incredible. How they have, they took that old supply store in left field. Right. They gutted it and made it all luxury boxes. I said, you know something? That might be the most picturesque ballpark in baseball. And let's face it, we'll never have, even if we had a stadium in St. Pete, Tampa, Tampa Bay, if you will, it would never look that good. Can we hear a little Dave Wills? Because we never would get it outside. So I said, you know something? Maybe the answer isn't bitch and moan and figure out how we're going right. to do this. Just move to fucking San Diego and become a Padre fan. <laughs> it's that simple, Greg. Plus, they have the great weather there, too. The I, I know weather. people that have lived there. Oh, and they my love God. It. Every game is 72 degrees. My nephew goes to school out it's there. It's drop dead gorgeous. I mean, I'm sure the cost of living out there is skyrocketing with such conditions. But, but, it's, not as, but it's not as high as LA, though. It just looks, the scene from that press box. I would be a Padre fan in the blink of an eye to sit in that stadium. I'd never leave. I said, what, what was better? So anyways, I forwarded it. It didn't let me. You know why? Somehow I'm blocked on Ray's radio, Greg. What uh, happened? I don't know. Get Dave Wills on the phone. It's Dave Wills of the Tampa Bay Rays. You're listening to Ozzy and Greg on the Ozzy Radio Network. Was that Dave Wills? Yeah, Hi, that was it. Dave Wills of the Tampa Bay Rays. You're listening to Ozzy and Greg on the Ozzy Radio Network. For the Dave, record, Dave did not block us. Rays Radio did. Oh, I don't, Dave I mean, loves us. I maybe said something bad about Sternberg or something. They said, you're out. I don't like when I get blocked. <laughs> Do you? Are you blocked on any sites? I bet you are. <laughs> um, That's up. There are some Facebook sites that I'm blocked on. Do yeah. you even give a rat's ass about it? God, no. Me neither. Jesus, we got a man down, Greg. <laughs> well, no, there, there's some, yeah, there's some Facebook. You know what? And you know what they are? I'll tell you what sites that I'm blocked on. It's, and you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. They're, 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 oh. We got a man down. <laughs> what, what happened over there? Oh my gosh, we have a problem, ladies and gentlemen. We have a technical problem. The air conditioner in the studio has actually fallen over. Ozzy is trying to fix it at this moment. Please stand by. Other reports are that there are there's some carnage at the scene. We go now live, standing by. <laughs> Greg, if you you're gonna have to take over the show for a few minutes here. I if I can possibly find it, um, we're gonna have to send you down to the newsroom as well. Get oh, me, yeah, get go to, down there. We need go, to the, go to the newsroom. We need go hot coffee and sandwiches. Go to the newsroom. Hot coffee and sandwiches. Greg, I, I got to get down there. Tom Tom Anderson was down there. I, I, I worry about it. He's got family, man. He's got family, Greg. Just Tom, just live with me now. Is it? Is God, God damn, we don't need any NFL highlights, you prick. I don't need that. All right. So get down. Is he dead? Oh. oh Masters. Get Masters. Get out of here. We don't need Jim Nance. Well, what happened, Greg, was... The air conditioner was balanced on a milk carton crate as to get the condensation running out. Well, the condensation went askew and ass over tea kettle. The air conditioner. You know, air conditioning is air conditioning in Florida is a tradition like no other. It really is. (laughs) You know, I talk with AC specialist Hootie Johnson. Before that tournament here, Hootie said, quote, 
You see, I, I had a colored fella install it for me, and he did a wonderful job. We gave him the leftovers for dinner. Get out of here with that nonsense, you son of a... You know I love it. You know my favorite thing ever? Besides fixing my air conditioner, it just took a header. It was watching that racist son of a bitch put that jacket on Tiger every year. I loved it. Loved it. As BJ Singh, he's not African-American, but they're so they they're so hate-filled in Augusta. They hate anyone with dark skin. He's Italian or worse. I th- yeah, I think they hate anybody with a deep tan. Yeah, because they're so perfect. They're a bunch of ugly, fat, pasty rednecks with inbred family. I guarantee you somewhere along the line they're cousins. Wow, this show took an ugly turn. <laughs> well, you made it there. You took that turn. I took the turn when it went down. When it all went down. So if you could please, I've got to get it back on, online here. So, Oh, the Facebook, just to, to finish up this, uh, the Facebook sites that, that I've been blocked on, listen to this. Yeah? Are comic book sites. Oh, my God. What the? What possibly found out you had a job? Yeah, pretty much. If you say something negative about someone's superhero or something or whatever. Oh, Iron Man sucks. Yeah. You're out of here, buddy. You know. We're, so. Oh, we're going back to the shed if you're going to get. Can you get that Jaws of Life? Oh, there's the new newsroom. Oh, there's a newsroom. Well, an update on that AC spill over there. Okay. You know, we should have traffic. Oh, here's Greg, Greg with the inbound <laughs> traffic. <laughs> okay. We'll play Life as the Highway. Oh, no, can I give some traffic? Some Sarasota traffic? Please. And okay. As I go down Sarasota the Sarasota traffic. Actually, getting here to the studio, we got here. I got here about 4.15. Ozzy, the traffic was really thick. Why do you think that was? Oh, Greg, the inbound on Beneva Road is no, a tie. No, no, I'm asking you a question. Why uh, do you think it was... Why, why traffic is thick at on a... About 4.15. Why is it thick now? About 4.15. School is back in you got to be shit. School started this week? Yes. So I, I don't drive in the morning, but I'm sure if you live in the Sarasota area, oh. um, in the morning... With school is in session, the traffic you. is terrible. Especially Fruitville. We live right off of Fruitville Road. There's so. two things I hate in this world. We, we don't like live together. But Nuclear we live together. war. And going back to school. You want to hear what, how out of time I am? The other morning I'm laying in bed going, oh man, that's right. It's, it's almost red time to go back to school. I thought, Laura, my oldest daughter, I thought, she's going to be a senior this year. Wait a minute, she graduated five fucking years ago. What year is this? I literally was like, oh man, she's got to go back to school. Were you, were you dreaming, do you think? Or no, I was conscious. You, you, were, you were conscious? That's how, man. You See, know, I have dreams like that. I used to work with a guy who said, time's going to go so fast when you get older. And I said, yeah, right, boy, he was spot on. It does, on. true. It's, when you're a kid, it's so slow. When summer like, lasts you, eight years. And then also when you're looking forward to your birthday or to a, to a vacation, it's like, drags out like it's oh it's two weeks till we go on vacation exactly. oh now, it every, drags every out every two weeks it's Christmas now here comes Christmas right on the pike which I'm good with maybe it just signals that we're all at the end of our runs I mean, Halloween will be here before you know it and then Halloween then Thanksgiving and then Christmas what's your favorite holiday oh god don't say Arbor you know Day. what I, I would have to really say I think Thanksgiving because it's like one day, it's a nice weekend, and you get to eat a lot. I think that that's probably my favorite holiday. I'm right there with you, buddy, because you get generally, 
I'm to a point now where I don't care what I while I have my own business, so it's real easy there. I refuse to work the day after Thanksgiving because it ruins the entire day because you got you got to plan your whole day around it. And the second day, because everyone, like, even if you don't have family in town, I'm I, you'll never catch me out there on that Black Friday nonsense. But the day after Thanksgiving, people don't realize there's football from dawn to dusk. You get great football on Friday after Thanksgiving. Right. It's all great college games. And it starts the holiday season. Well, obviously, Thanksgiving starts the holiday season. But the Friday with Christmas shopping, it's just a great time of year. Nebraska I, I play, love it. Nebraska plays Iowa the Friday after Thanksgiving every year. No, I ha- Really? Is it, how long is that tradition going on? Uh, about, five, about five years. Just say, I didn't, I've never heard of that when, before. When Nebraska came into the Big Ten. Oh, there you go. Remember Rutgers was going to change the face of the Big Ten to have a team in New York City? Didn't pan out. Shiano left, and it was a failure. Look at this chick at the ballpark just shaking what she's got. Hey, we're, we're get, we have the MLB Network uh, in the studio right now, and Ozzy and I always talk about the MLB Network uh, women that work on the network. Now, we're just making an observation here. We are not saying... Yay or nay? Well, we're saying yay. I'm saying yay. I'm all about. Yeah, it. but they have the shortest skirts. These girls. I mean, it's you, incredible. You can see both haircuts. You can read both sets of lips. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But I mean, they couldn't be any shorter. And hey, God it's love almost them. like Allie McBeal. Like those. Oh, Allie McBeal. You'd put three, tape three together, and you get one hottie from the MLB channel. Look at Eric Burns with that horrific hairdo. But I digress. Now, MLB. Don't tell me they're not catering to their male audience. And what's wrong with that? And I get a kick out of the fact that damn near everybody on that channel came from the Rays. The Rays are a hotbed of talent as far as our TV production crew. What happened last Friday, I don't know. The game did not say it was on. It was broadcast. I searched through the Xfinity lineup, could not find it anywhere. Then it, the Saturday morning, they had the replay. Obviously, the game was televised. Weird one there. But how about this? You and I have have uh, noted for the last at least two weeks now that Dwayne Stats, he's getting up there in years. He's got to be in his 70s. He's had an unbelievable Hall of Fame run, if you ask me. So he's taking the long road. He's off, and how do you blame him? That's a grueling, grueling stretch. They've got this new guy who, whose name you had it last night. Kevin Burkhart. Right? Kevin Burkhart, who, as much as I used to dislike Hawk Harrelson, I liked him in his later years. For me, he's a bit of a young Hawk Harrelson, not the sarcasm, just he's his, a pretty his voice. Good, he's, at first, it was hard to get used to him, but you get used to him now, and he's actually pretty good. I think that's their new guy. And he's getting, and he's getting, yeah, and he's getting into it with BA too. Right. So. Because I, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but it never, ever hit me harder than it did this year. You know, growing up a Cubs fan, they were terrible in the seventies. I mean, they'd have some summers of fun, but that was it. Jack Brickhouse was a pleasure I thought to listen to. And then Harry Carey takes over, obviously. You had Lou Boudreaux. You had uh, Vince Lloyd come in and do three innings. Then you had Milo Hamilton. Steve Stone locked in with Harry for 25 years of, even when the team was horrible, the game was entertaining due to the broadcasters. So now we go, now towards when Harry passed away, you had Flip, Chip, Nip, whatever the hell the, the son was, grandson, whatever. I thought he was a big phony. Chip Carey, yeah. I, I didn't care for him at all. But he was Mel Allen. Compared to that milk toast, oh, he's no emotion, Len Casper, how he was at the mic when the Cubs finally won the World Series with that Bob Brenly wannabe. I don't even know who it is. How pathetic is that? I don't even know who it is who does color for the Cubs. They are the worst in Major League Baseball. They're yeah. homers. They have nothing to say. They're not funny. They're not entertaining. 
and I don't know how the hell they got a job. I don't know how they why they don't get some kind of former cub to do some color. That Absolutely, can... get me, give me something because there's plenty of cubs out there with personality. Okay, get what... Mark Grace back in the fold. So the guy had a DUI. Everybody makes mistakes. Get Mark Grace back in the booth, but because he is a well, he's in Arizona. I don't care. He, he not anymore. Oh no. Oh no. He got two DUIs. He got fired. Oh. Well, you know, everybody makes mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. Well, well then again. Then again, I think Chicago is the DUI capital of the yeah, world. Yeah, get him a cab to the game. Get him a bicycle. I would love to hear Mark Grace. I'd take one of Nick, Nick Knucklehead Carry back in there. No, no more carries. Okay, no let's, more carry. tu- let's turn to football. And before we go to the Bucks, let's go to the Dolphins because we do have Dolphin fans that do listen to this. And Josh Rosen is looking very, very good in, in um, preseason and in uh, preseason games or camp? Both. No, no kidding. Well, you yeah. know my feelings on that. I thought yeah, the Bucks should have got him. Right. A little late for that now, but I think it was a good. Yeah, it was a good move for the. You know. And then they got they got Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah, he'll. Which in Tampa, as we speak, I think they're done for the day. Though the Dolphins play Friday night in Raymond James against our Buccaneers, and they make, they're having a co-practice for the next two days. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get to know each other very well. That's got to be fun for uh, Fitzpatrick and crew to uh, scrimmage against his old team. I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I hope I, I wish nothing but best for Rosen. I think he has a Scroogey out there in Arizona. I really why did. Don't, why don't you? Okay, so let, so so we talked about the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins are going to be competitive this year. People don't think they will be, but I think they will. And let's go to the to the Bucks. And why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the new acquisition that the Bucks have gotten at coach? Well, the you know with Bruzarians coming in here, and all his quarterback whispering. You know, you see a face and you don't really place a name on it. Is it Tom Moore or Dave Tom Moore? Moore. It's Tom Moore. I get the more, my Moore is confused. I always have this guy confused too because he looks like a lot like Ted Marchabroda. He has it's a very, Mary Tyler Moore. Or Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> or, uh, hang on, I'll get <laughs> More, more, more. Nobody likes Hi. me. Why don't they like me? <laughs> What's this? Charlie Manuel replaces John Maley as Philly's hitting coach. Chuck Manuel back on the bench. Boy, they're bringing him all out. Is that the same Phillies team that hired the Vulture? Uh, who? No, the Mets hired the Vulture. The former Cub, Phil Regan, at 85 years old. He's the pitching coach in New York. The Vulture. Right, anyway, let's get back to football. And, all right. T- t- give me Charlie Manuel to block. Back on the Phillies. What a train wreck they are. You might as well bring Larry Boa back for his 85th time as a coach on the Phillies. Um, no, back to the Buccaneers. They bring in Tom Moore. Now, to- these same Tom Moore who you could say played a huge part in Peyton Manning winning that Super Bowl. Obviously, Peyton Manning is a once-in-a-lifetime talent, but he was at that, I don't know if he was offensive coordinator or quarterback coach, and this guy came into camp as just a kind of a uh, an overseer, if you will. Consultant. A consultant. Well, not anymore. He's full-time. Right. I don't know if that means he's going to be on the sidelines or just at practice. We'll see how that pans out. I'd imagine a guy like that wants to be on the sidelines. Well, he might be in. He might be in the uh, the booth. He, he could be upstairs. Could be. Yeah. Like, I, I'd imagine if he's there to coach the quarterbacks, he wants to be on the sidelines because you want to get up in the grill and yeah. talk to him. Um, I'll tell you what, Greg. It's but now they or can never. always talk to him on the phone though. Too. There's. I think the Bucks are doing a couple things. They're providing him every single benefit, every single helping block, every single stepping stool that they can to Winston. And for the record, he looked fabulous in the Steelers game. And also for the record, I crack on this kid a lot. He's not fat. That 10 pounds is muscle. He is 
thick. He's thick as a brick. I also noticed he's wearing glasses. And I'll bring this up on my Joe Bucks fan podcast. He's wearing glasses, and they're not just glass. You know, a lot of these guys will wear glasses because it's like having a wheelchair for the fun of it. Could he, could he have had a vision problem, you think? That's always a possibility. A yeah, possibility. Um, it could be, yeah, it could be a vision problem. But, you know, as you, your vision does change with different things. Sure. With lights and, and cars. And as you get older. And, and as you get old, well, he's a young guy. But your vi- just just in general, your vision changes. And you, You'd think if you're investing $21 million in your future, you'd have his eyes checked out. But that's neither here nor there. Regardless, I like I've always said, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm giving him every benefit of the doubt. What happened in the past is in the past. I'm going to judge Jameis Winston on what he does this year. So far, so good. He only played one one possession. I thought he could have won a couple of possessions. I looked to see more against the Dolphins on Friday because, you know, I made a great point to... I made a great point. Pat myself on the back. I made a point to L squared on Friday, that disastrous game where the feed was lost. That second half, Greg, I grew a full beard. That game started at 7.30. It went almost to 12.30 at night. It was the longest, most arduous game. Even... Arian said we would have went two for went for two there for the tie, but I wanted to go home. I mean, enough is enough. For the record, the Steelers didn't have a lot of starters on offense, so don't get too excited that the Bucks scored that. That the Bucks got up early in that. But it, hey, take what you can get out of a game with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think there's so many young guys in this team, and I also think this, Greg, to close off Winston. This guy has so many damn targets between Evans. Godwin, the two gigantic tight ends. I think O.J. Howard is going to have a breakout season. And my boy Cam Brait, Cam Brait, who, by the way, has the most red zone touchdowns of any tight end not named Gronkowski. And then there's that uh, that. Re- we'll see how far Winston goes. But I'll tell you, as good as Winston looked, Blaine Gabbert, who a lot of people want to just, you know, throw in a shit bucket. This guy was a ninth quarterback taking all, ninth player taking all overall in 2013. Sure, he's had a bit of a rough stretch. He's only 29 years old. He looks smooth as silk out there. He, to me, Greg, he looks like a taller, more talented Fitzpatrick. If the, if Winston struggles, gets hurt, falls yep. down, you got you got Gabbard to go, and still you've got Ryan Griffin going into his sixth year. I did not know he was drafted in 2013 by the Saints. This guy's going into his sixth year. He's made millions of dollars and never played one snap in a regular season game. Very bizarre. Do you think of a, a practice team quarterback who stuck around for six years? Five with one team. Very weird. Back. All right, so the Buccaneers. All right, three, two, one. So, Greg, the Buccaneers come into this season. You know, they drafted this kid. They lost Humphreys, obviously. He goes, right, he goes right. to join Cam Newton. I think he's going to do well in, in Carolina with Cam Newton. He wanted $10 million. The Bucs just didn't have the money left over when they blow $30 million for guys who suck on the defensive line. Scotty Miller comes over from, I think, Bowling Green. I think he's a Falcon. Am I, I could be mistaken. I don't know. Can you look that up? No. We have no internet. Uh, I'll just guess. I think uh, he's a Falcon. I don't care where he went to college. He can play ball. So you got uh, Brashard Perryman, who is kind of the odd man out in Cleveland. Deep threat. We'll see if, uh, how many balls he gets his way. Justin Watson's look good. Godwin, of course, Evans. So there's a lot of targets. That with the two tight ends. A lot of targets. And I'm telling you, I was so impressed with Rojo Jones. He's got to be the story of the camp. A number two pick last year that Mel Kuyper said might have been the most explosive player in the draft. I don't know what happened in the offseason. But all of a sudden, this guy looks like the number two pick. Well, he had some, what, depression issues. He had some depression issues. Anxiety. anxiety. God bless him. Well, I was getting anxiety with all these blown draft picks. I don't think he is a blown draft pick. I can't wait to see what this guy can do. I know I'm not going to judge it on a, a preseason camp 
in a preseason game. But Greg last year he had 50 yards total. He just he wasn't even a factor, and they didn't give up on him. I think it's going to pay off big time. If you put him, all right, so they might not have the feature, right? They might have it in Rojo, not know it yet. A combination of Peyton Barber and Rojo, Rojo. a two-headed monster, that's fine with me. they got to have a running game or Winston is done. The offensive line is what I'm just going to get to next. And let me tell you something. It's not all bad news. It's not all doom and gloom. Don't forget, Ali Marpet is a very, very productive. He got a huge contract. He gets it done at the left guard position. A guy who's got to step up for my money is the, is the center who came over, Ryan Jensen from Baltimore. All this leadership ability, all this unbelievable. Maybe there's a reason the, the uh, Baltimore Ravens let him go. After, I think, his first season. Remember him getting into a fight with Winston? I'm not seeing a lot of production on the guy. He needs to show me something. And then Alex Kappa, the draft pick, is taking over for Benicock, the, the, the real glaring hole in that right side of the line. DeMar Dotson, you know, he's in his, I think, eighth year with the Buccaneers. Dotson's a big guy. Maybe with a new Alex Kappa sidekick behind him. The, the, it's not all doom. I see a lot of positive signs that that offensive line could be getting better and for a quarterback who with the slowest release time in the NFL, he's going to need it. He's going to need it, that left tackle. He's going to need chicken leg uh, Donovan Smith to help him out. And Marpet on the left side, the right side. They got a block for the run game. Who knows? I am being optimistic, Greg. Me too. I, I think really, they're going to make the playoffs. I really do. Are you calling for a Buccaneer playoff, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm saying they're going to be a uh, competitive team. Maybe he's flirt with 500. You're going to go out on the limb and say playoffs. Mm-hmm. I love the enthusiasm. Hey, man, teams don't stay down forever. We've seen it here with our Bucks and Rays and Lightning. Every every year there are five in and five out. And with, how many playoffs. games? I mean, I, I, the Winston aside, Winston turnovers and missed field goals aside, and oh my God, did you see this gay kid? Pardon the expression. Matt Gay, I believe his name, the kicker. He hit from 59, 60, 61, and 63 in practice on consecutive kicks. Well, you know, I know they're in a t- tough division, but their schedule is not that bad except for that seven-week seven stretch where they don't play at home because of that stupid London game, which I think they should just... T- Could bring them together. They should just send Jacksonville there every year and then be done with it. And, and every team that plays them has a bye afterwards or something? Yeah. Or send Jacksonville there twice a year. Or just send them there by themselves. They can just, you know, yeah. well, that would play be no tough. one. That would be tough, but... <laughs> Shaka anyway. Khan. All right. Well, one more NFL uh, note we need to talk about is this new helmet controversy going on. Uh, the two peop- the two superstars that are really uh, complaining about it are Tom Brady, who now is okay with it, and because he, you know, his the helmet that he's been wearing has he's won, he's he's worn at the last three Super Bowls, but now he's got to wear a new uh, helmet which, of course, is supposed to be safer. And Antonio Brown is putting up a really big fuss about it. Yeah, but he lost his appeal, and he's got to wear the new helmet. Yeah. Well, I mean... He's such a diva. Why can't you just get one that's similar to your... Was he saying he wants to wear a Steeler one repainted? Yeah. Oh, bullshit on that. I mean, what what a, a Desi ultimate diva move. I want my own helmet. Get real, man. Well, no, this is a new helmet. I mean, it's it's... It's not a big deal that he would want to get something his, comfortable. His his old helmet repainted. That's not the big deal. For familiarity. The big, but the big deal is is that he has to go to this new NFL safer helmet. And he doesn't want to do that. I'm sure there are guys that have been traded that have gone from team to team and then they just redo the helmet. 
Well, you oddly know? enough, I have a, uh, this is a, 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 a NFL replica helmet. And <laughs> see, the normal helmet, which gives clear vision on either side, your peripheral vision, very important, especially wide receiver. The new one, I don't think, uh, Greg, it's not, it's not going to be as, <laughs> it's not going to be as productive. I can't see. <laughs> Luke, I have your father. Batman. Me, me, death, death, death. I never even saw the Bane bat. Was it any good? Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible? Yeah. I never saw it, but I did hear many well, of Bane was really ter- What was really terrible about, okay, uh, real real quick on this. What was really terrible about the Bane Batman movie is Bane is supposed to be from South America, and they made him sound like Sean Connery, which was stupid. What kind of, what kind of evil character comes from South America? I don't know. Nelson Mandela? <laughs> no, Nelson Mandela is from Africa. South America? How about Pele? Well, there would be... No, I mean, the, Pele was the cartel. Brazil. The cartel. Never trusted him. Wanted to take over the cosmoses, I believe. Okay, that was my bad bait. So, yeah, it's a full face thing. So, get over yourself, Antonio Brown. This is the same asshole who burned the bottom of his feet off in a cryogenic lab. He's a dick. Well, you you heard how he came into camp, right? With no no soles on his feet. No, he came in with a, in an air balloon. Oh, God, this that guy's was a disaster. Oh, he, I saw that on Hard Knocks. That's how he came into camp. Yeah. He must have dozed off. Yeah. Have you watched the the Hard Knocks? It's free no. on YouTube. It's horrible. It's there's no there's nothing plot line as, as far as anything at all. I figured that Gruden would have been interesting. I watched the first episode. I was thoroughly unimpressed. The only thing that made an impression on me, what a shit facility they train in. It makes the old bucks one. Now, granted, it's not the ninety eight percent humidity, one hundred and twelve wow. in the shade. Their weights are outside. The locker room. I'm telling you right now, Riverview High School right here in Sarasota has a nicer locker room. The floors are wooden, splinters coming out everywhere. Not a nice facility, but they'll grin and bear it, and I guarantee next year in Vegas they'll have the, the sweetest digs going. We'll see how they do. I mean, they added Brown at wide receiver. They added the hotshot running back from Alabama. A few other pieces in that, that massive draft, and they got more picks next year. And if, they have Mayock, who's smart. They got rid of Khalil Mack. No, Mayock. Oh, Mack Mayock. Yeah, he's smart. And, if they if they butcher these draft picks, guess what? He was the go-to guy on NBC telling everybody what they're doing wrong. So step up or shut up for uh, the Oakland Raiders. Mayock was, was probably the best. When he was on NFL Network doing the games before all these networks got into it. Uh, really the Thursday good. night games. He was the best color commentary on the air. You know, flat, flat down. Bear none. Bear. I thought he was great. He did the Saturday. uh, And he also did Notre uh, Dame. Yeah, he did the Notre Dame games. Right. Speaking of Notre Dame football, you know, I'm trying to line up and he's playing hardball for an uh, an online uh, phone line interview is Mr. Don Cricky. Cricky. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, Cricky is going to join us. I'm going to start these summer series of interviews. Hard hitting interviews. I like Cricky. Oh, when you heard his voice, it was an AFC battle. You know, he was at the he was at the mic for some. Unbelievable moments. He called Tom Dempsey 63-yarder. Finished his career out on air, the voice of the Irish on radio. All right, Greg. Well, you know, we've covered quite a bit here, but nothing really warms the cockles of my soul more than a <laughs> And we good... like to warm your cockles. Well, you might like to, but I'd thank you to stay away from my cockles. <laughs> okay, I will. They're warm enough. All right. I warmed them earlier with the help of my lovely gal. <laughs> 
Um, Michael might be going out with my gal tonight over to Evie's on B Ridge Road. It's chicken wing night. Oh, wow. God, they make good wings, man. What's your favorite chicken wing in the Sarasota area? Um, I don't know if I really have one because I, I make my own. I make my oh, own wings. Oh, don't start with that. the. Uh, don't, oh, I haven't made them for really you yet. Annoying. I need to do that. I'm no, sh- I am annoying. I don't want that. that in the house. Can't have it. You can bring in chicken wings from outside. I'd rather have cat South Cachatori. I make really good. We gotta food. have. Uh, I gotta bring in Carl in. Yeah, talk about. Well, Speaking of botulism. Well, when we get closer to uh, the hockey, to, to lightning. Yeah. Well, Carl is a multi-sport, multifaceted individual, but Carl is tends to. Uh, well, let's just say, uh, call after the. What would the uh, pot take pot shots after the the uh, effect or after the fact? Like yeah. say the Lightning set an all time record for wins and then fall in the playoffs. He gets four the, straight games, and he tells you, "I told you so." You didn't tell me. I told you so. You prick. <laughs> he did the same last year with the uh, Buccaneers losing ways and the light uh, the the Rays. So you know it's easy hindsight's twenty twenty, Carl. But we love him. Smart guy. Stay away from them catchatory wings, though. Didn't care for them. All right. Greg, you know, as I was saying, nobody knows trivia or puts on a more spectacular trivia show than Mr. Gopher Greg. World famous as, as seen on Boxcore yeah, News. Yeah, as seen as Boxcore News. And starting probably the show will air tomorrow on JoeBucksFan.com. The all-new Joe Bucks fan. Go for Greg. Trivia. We're going to have five questions. Five questions. We're, what should we call it? The Buck Nickel? The Nickel Package yeah. with Go for Greg. Yep. Nickel, nickel package. package Trivia. By God, it's a winner. Winner, winner. And Greg instituted a very, very important thing. What we really should do with this program is give this that five-second buffer. Because with me playing by myself, giggity, it doesn't leave a lot of room for the listeners at home. To well, you usually, when with this, is that you usually kind of give a preamp and say, and, and kind of like that this is whatever, whatever. Right. So it's not a big big deal, but when we do the, when we are when we are Don Joe Bucks fan, we will definitely do a five. You know, We're going to do the, the power nickel package, the nickel package. With a five-second nickel package. A five-second nickel package. Five questions about the Buccaneers and their that week's opponent. This week, obviously, the Miami Dolphins come calling. That'd be a fun game. You know, I'd like to get tickets. A night game, not to? Well, let's face it, it'll be a little warm, but I wonder if there'll be any... What are the crowd will be like? We'll have to see. I, I might have some interest in going up to that one. At any rate, without further ado, you know him, you love him. He starred in over 300 TV shows in the 70s. And starred <laughs> the, jo- the, the all-new Joker's Wild 12, which was only aired in Zimbabwe. But boy, you nailed that one out of the park. They love him in Canada. He's number one with a bullet medicine hat. Bill Cullen is my uncle. Regina, Bill Cullen. It runs in his blood. It runs in his blood. He is Mr. Gopher Greg. What's that? That, that's last night's party. I'm sorry. I did not mean to put... That's, that's I, I did not mean to put... That, that was at the Cullen Mansion. I'll tell you what. You don't put a cigarette out in Bill Cullen's floor and live to tell about it. But you can live to tell about Gopher Greg with the Gopher Greg trivia only on Ozzy the Sports Junkie radio program. All ah, right. Wow, it took a long time to get there. Okay. All right, you start over 4,000 right. game shows, TV quiz shows. He comes all the way from Burbank, California by way of canoe, oddly enough. Mr. Gopher Greg, 
Gover, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm fine. Thank great. you, Ozzy. Thank you for that great introduction. It's been a, ple- a pleasure to have you on the program. It is. It, what is the theme? Ple- the theme is it's a, this is a Maj Paj. A Maj Paj. A Maj Paj of things. I had one of those one time with All the right. two chicks I met. Oh, that so was a this, menage This is going to be a whole bunch of different types of questions. This is not a, a real theme. This is just kind of a Maj Paj of things. Oh, so it's like a, a uh, potluck? Yeah, a little of potluck. Have you ever brought pot to a potluck dinner? And <laughs> just got stoned. Anything Bring tastes good. Bring some brownies. Bring some brownies. Wouldn't anything taste good at that point? Bring some brownies. That would be funny. Whatever it All tastes. Right. So you, ready? you ready for No this? particular topic. No particular yeah, theme. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just... A, you'll see how, how it okay. goes as we go. All right. Lay it on me. Here's your first question. Name the six nicknames of teams... That are common in the NHL, either the NHL, NFL, Major League Baseball, or NBA. Meaning they have the same same nickname. Wow. Once again, you, you, the question is harder than the answer. Name teams that share the same names. Nickname, right. In college or like pro. Like, for instance, if someone had the Buccaneers. This is just for an instance. Let's say there was someone that had the Buccaneers in the NHL, which they don't. There's a Buccaneers in college. Well, no, but I mean. In oh, four major sports? The four major oh, sports. This is, this is one that I love myself. You have. Can it be defunct teams as well? No, just the con- Damn current. Damn you. Current. Okay, we'll go Rangers, Texas, and Rangers of New York. Right. Hockey, baseball. We'll go with the, see, my go-to used to be the Houston Oilers, Edmonton Oilers, but that's no longer, that's no longer in play. And, of course, the, uh, the uh, what was it? Not the Tiger Cats, but the Rough Riders and the Rough Riders, both in the Canadian League with only eight teams. <laughs> before the, the, the Red, Red Black. Blacks. <laughs> we'll go with the Carolina Panthers and the Florida Panthers. Right. I think that's three, right? That's yeah. two. No, you got you got three. You Oilers didn't count. No, they're, you said Rangers. Dis- okay. Rangers, okay. Oil, Rangers, Panthers. Panthers. That's two. Okay. Two out of six so far. I know these. Damn it. I know these well. We can go with the... Don't look it up. Oh, no, you don't, You can't look it up anyway. So. The Panthers. I just said the Panthers are Panthers, didn't I? Right. Cardinals and Cardinals. That's right. That's three. Damn it. I don't know if I can get three more. Damn. Stand by. The. I'll give you hints when, if you get stuff. Not, not yet. I, I'm, no, not the, I won't. I'm not there I said yet. If you get stuff. I know there's a lot of hockey. The, uh, the, uh, Wolf, the, the, God damn it, Greg. Not the Packers. It's certainly not. The, oh, one of them is pretty obvious. I can't believe this. This used to be a favorite qu- question of mine. All right, give me more hints, I guess. I'm going to have to fucking limp it to the okay, barn. Okay, one, one of them is pretty obvious. They used to be in the same city. Cardinals and Cardinals? No, you already got that one. Oh, how about the LA Kings and the Sacramento Kings? Yeah, you got that. Okay, that's four, but that's, that's four. not the one I was talking about. Well, they weren't in the same city. How about the... They used uh, to be in the same city, and then they moved. The Bobcats? 
there's no, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna, I can't believe. I can't give you more of a hint than that. They used to be in oh, a very big city. The New York Football Giants and the San Francisco okay, Giants. So you got one more left. Damn it! This is gonna be brutal. And yeah, I'm, well, so I'm surprised good you got things. the. I'm surprised you got the Kings one because that's Kings tough, is tough. That's a tough one. That you got tough. one more left. All right, the hint. I'll need. Give me the two sports. I'll give you a different hint. All right. One of them just is is fairly. It's back in their sport just recently. In the last few years, they came back to their sport. It wouldn't be the Browns. No. They just came back to their sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn it, I, kept, I keep going to the default Oilers. But there's no more Oilers. Okay, I'll give you another hint. You have the pennant in the room that I'm staying at at your house. Wow, that's every team in every sport, no. including defunct Canadian teams. Um, there, there you go. You're on the roll there. Think about that. Defunct Canadian teams. Defunct. The, that used to be the defunct. The Thrashers. The 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 no. Jets. The Jets. The Jets. The, the Jets. Jets are back in hockey. Yeah. Hey, I won. Oh, go. my God. I won. Okay. What All do right. I win? Nothing. Are you ready for the next question? Are you oh, a- my God. That was just one question. Yeah, that was just one question. Hey, come these on. Are, you these, are kind of, these are simple questions. Yeah, it was a six-part question. Yeah. Oh, you better no. not. Don't pull this shit in Bucks Trivia. Okay. <laughs> how many? How many uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bucks Trivia will be quick. Uh, how many bird teams in the NFL? How many bird teams? We got the Cardinals, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. That's two. How many are there? Oh, there's five. Play, I'll give you play. five. Okay, you Cardinals, Seahawks, Ravens, Eagles. We were just talking Falcons. about. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. All right. Wow. How many cat teams in the NFL? These are like five. Part. This is. I'm gonna answer. Wind up answering forty questions. No, no. There's only. There's not that much after this. I, I'll, How many I'll, cat teams? Yeah. In the NFL. Was that the question? Yeah. Bengals, Tigers, Bengals, no. Lions. How many? How many am I looking for? Four. Bengals, Lions, Jaguars, and Panthers. Right there, you go. Okay, uh, just two more. Okay, this, it, I, 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 we'll make this one exhausting. We, we'll make this. Well, this is this this is go for Greg trivia. Wow, just this is deal the go, with it. This is go for Greg. How many honors in, trivia? How many <laughs> indoor stadiums? Just you can just give a number. You don't have to name them. How many indoor stadiums in the NFL, including retractable domes, are there, do you think? Let me just go over Atlanta, Texas, where the Texans play. Uh, Cowboys count, that's three. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, that's four. Lions, five. Mm-hmm. Vikings, six. Mm-hmm. One you were at. The Superdome is seven. Yeah, it's seven. You're missing missing one. Missing one. God damn it. There's no uh, the two in Texas. Cowboys in Texas. No, you got you got all those. Okay. There's nothing out west except for the this Arizona. Is Midwest. Packers, Lions. Did I say the Lions. Yeah. No, no team in St. Louis AFC. anymore. Oh, the Colts. Yeah. Why okay. do the Colts play inside? And better yet, why do the Lions play inside? Chicago, weather, the Bears play the outside. Weather, yeah, I know, but... You're saying it's worse weather in Michigan than it is in Green Bay? I beg to differ. 
No, or Minnesota? But Green Bay, but Green Bay is uh, that that's just traditional. I'm sorry. You see where they're bankrupt? They spent way too much money, and they're losing money now for the first time in a long time. Oh, that's okay. They have a lot of people that'll buy stuff. Well, you know, eventually that's gonna fall apart. You watch. They're gonna. I mean, that's Somebody, a cute, some a cute little story, but. And it, they've had a very successful run, obviously. They've been a, a, a cornerstone of the NFL, but I don't know if that's going to last much longer. All right, I have one more thing. Go ahead. Two more things. Oldest NFL stadium. The oldest NFL stadium. Can it be a refurbished? Yeah, it could be refurbished. Well, then that would have to be the USC Coliseum. That's right. What's okay. the second then? I'd have to and say Soldier, all, and, Soldier Field would be the second. Yeah. Or Lambo. Um... I think Soldier Field is a second. And then the oldest uh, Major League Stadium. Which is crazy. It's not Wrigley, it's Fenway. Right. What's the I got one for you. What's the third oldest stadium in the Major Leagues? This is you'll never get Dodger it. Stadium. Wow, good one, Greg. And then the, what's the fourth? I think it's the Angels, isn't That's it? That's right. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. The Dodger Stadium is the third oldest in Major League Baseball. And then the Angels creep in there. That thing's had more facelifts than Joan Rivers. When you you see, did pretty good though. On when you thing. see, oh, thank you. When you see the old shots of the, remember the gigantic A in left field, and then they closed it around when the famous uh, Bo Jackson home run off Rick Russell with, with uh, Ron Reagan at the mic, and then you you forgot you forget the the uh, Raiders played there for years. Well, well, here's the thing too with those those stadiums in California, they're easier they're easy to refurbish every year because. It the weather. Yeah, you can gives, work all year. Yeah, you can work all year. And to remember when the Rams used to play at uh, at the Angel Stadium? The Rams and they, Raiders they, did. Yeah, yeah, they had. Oh no, the Raiders never did. I think they did. No, they. They didn't. may have. Maybe there was. No, a, they played. They played at the Coliseum. Maybe it was a road game that they were in. Who were they playing when when Bo Jackson blew his hip out? I swear to God, it was at the at the, at the Angel Stadium. I could be it wrong. Could, but the. But they never played there, but they played at the Coliseum. But When is that stadium in L.A. going to be done soon, I would imagine? Yeah, I but, think it's next year, I believe. Boy, they're going to have, they're going to, believe me, this dog and pony show, a la the Olympic City Committee, Titty Committee, there's going to be no more, the we award the 2027 20, Super Bowl to this. They're going to have a rotating schedule. It's going to be Vegas, L.A., Arizona, Tampa, and Miami. And probably another... Probably a mis- miscellaneous. Pa, perhaps Texas, uh, Houston. Texas or, you know. Nowhere where there's even a chance of inclement weather. I don't think they're ever going to go to a cold weather Never. spot again. Unless no. unless there's a stadium that opens up in there. I don't think that even gets it done. No, that will. That always gets it done. Do you think if the Rays drew a lot of people to Tropicana Field and they had 20,000, they would have had an all-star game by now? No. Why? They would just, they're just, the shun, we're shunned, aren't we? Yep. We're shunned. Yep. You know? Take that shun and stick it up your shun's ass. Last night you kept asking me, the grass at the Trops looks better than the real grass in San Diego. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I don't know if I finished my story. The Dave Wills, our buddy from the Rays, walking up to the radio right. box. I mean the view, Greg. Yeah, you- it, would hard, it would be hard to stay focused on the game. That's how beautiful it is. So I went to comment on it. I'm barred. They blocked me. Yeah, I guess tough. I made some some comments. So Dave Wills didn't, but the Rays radio site has. The hell did I ever do? Rob a freight train? Maybe. Bullshit. I never. Which which Butch Cassidy? I have never ever said a, an, an ill word, and if I did, I'd apologize. So are we ready for some polka? 
you know, it's been a while, buddy. You know, I was, I was trying to fire up the band. The band takes long breaks now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> they go out there. Did I tell you that the band, the polka bands, they're going for a new sound this year? It's kind of an odd one. Well, they they have they plugged in. They got distortion out for the uh, the squeeze box, as they call it. Check it out; it's very odd. It's an odd sound. Mama's go with. got a squeeze box. She wears that in her chest. Well, uh, Fat Joe's got a squeeze box. He put distortion on it. Joe's acting weird. The, the drama is a little different this year. Happy music for happy people. There's Gary's original Dutchman. He's been on speed for four years. Wow. That's not polka music. If there's anything that life is true, it's that this. I'm Polish. That's not polka music. It's an eight ball and a hooker. Eight ball and beer polka. Well, I like an eight ball and I like some beer. Bump, 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 bump. The Pennsylvania polka. Where the hell's Fat Joe? Get over here, Fat. Get him a fat drink. That was Uh. not. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't care if you like it or not. You know what I mean? I do. You know, we haven't had had a while. You know, I had to dump out the garbage. Oh, there we go. As we get ready for our other oh, band to come in. <laughs> I like this guy, though, too. Well, you know who this was. I forgot his name. I think it was... Uh, damn it, we had a whole show. Con- I know. We had a show about him. It was like Gary somebody. Not Gary Ridley Dutchman. Good the record's time, down the there. Good time, the the good- ragtime, good time, fun time show band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was not it. Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. I'm not being real patient because I can't find our goddamn polka, Greg. Stand uh, by. We can't do Where polka. is Fat Joe? Get get Fat Joe <laughs> in fat, here because Fat I, Joe should be easy to find. <laughs> well, for, considering the fact he's dead, he won't be too far. Just follow the smell, I guess. God damn, Greg. Oh, come on in, Joe. Wow, you smell bad, Joe. <laughs> He died three years ago. Nobody told him. Sit down, Fat. Fat Joe. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Well, you look rough, but take us out, would you? Joe? Joe. He's trying to... It's hard. (laughs) He's a zombie now. It's hard to get his attention. Oh, God, Joe. You're killing me. Joe does not want to cooperate. And you know what Joe just told me? He said, edit this 15 minutes of death out of the show. (laughs) That's... That's a good idea. Come on. Where the fuck is it? Damn it. Stand by. You usually have it right out your I know. Toe. Well, I have a new uh, system here. Oh. Not <laughs> really. That's that's the problem right there. Well, I'm trying to... Uh... Ooh, how about this for a win? Fat Joe. What's this? Supposed to be an epic wind sound effect. Wind. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I, I like that. I, there's a ding. Oh. You want to hear the ding five times again, though? Oh, that might Watch. be good for when we do the uh, bucks thing. Yo, there we go. There's the ding. We can end with this. I'm okay with that. This is too morose. You win. (laughs) (laughs) You're finding all kinds of stuff. I like this. I do like that. This is sweet. What is it? I don't know, but I want more of it. (laughs) Let's get nuts. (laughs) That was good. I like that. I do kind of like it, too. That would be a nice outcome. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. I might take that advice. Well, my... 
Well, if, my God, if man. We can't find it. That's okay. We can do it next week. We're a little late, so good night, folks. <laughs> good show. Jolly good about, show, Major. I don't know about that. Well, Shut the hell up! We never know if it's a good show until we listen to it again. <laughs> You know who did not like the show? And he was drunk when he called in. That was. I want to kiss you. Hey, baby, this is Georgie Jarstall. I'm telling you, this boy's junkie. He's all you need. You don't need nothing else. What do you need? What's the matter for you? Well, Greg, stand by. I'm going to find it now, God damn it. You know something? They're going with a new sound. Thank God for a podcast that you can edit. A fat Joe couldn't make it. Three, two, one. Well, Greg Fat Joe couldn't make it. Drug rehab, I hear. He was doing fat, fat. That's pop. okay. We don't need poker this week. Well, I got a little band there on tour doing a limited U.S. run. A little band called the Rolling Stones. We shattered everything today, huh? You shattered that. I shattered the trivia pretty hard. You did. Uh, don't forget to check out the Joe Bucks Fan Podcast, Ozzy the Sports Chucky, which tomorrow will break, will... The new, the new episode breaks out on JoeBucksFan.com featuring Grover Gregg's nickel package of, of Buccaneer trivia. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun season. Win, lose, or draw. I'm like Greg. I'm bullish on this team. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to go so far as the playoffs. I think they're going to be competitive. I think the offensive line is going to protect for Winston or Gabbert or, God forbid, if, if uh, Ryan Griffin's got to get in there. I don't see where Bruce Arians, and now you bring in more the quarterback whisperer. There's too much talent. And it seems to me, and I, I from reading what I'm seeing from the fans and the media online, there's a new attitude up there. I agree. You know, that uh, uh, Dirk Cutter kind of thought that this was a winning team he was taking over. He didn't put a foot in ass. Arians is like an uncle. He'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. He's not afraid to put. He's not afraid to pat you on the back or kick you in the exactly. ass. Exactly. He's a great coach. And don't give me this shit. Oh, he's got a short shelf life. Hey, man, this guy, coach is coach. He's won Super Bowls, but not at the helm. He wants one of his own, and he's, I'm not saying he's going to get it yet. Let's not get crazy. He's turning this team around this year, Greg. I, I definitely agree with you. All right, Greg, great show as always. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Podbean, wherever you can hear podcasts. SoundCloud. I turned John uh, DePalma onto the SoundCloud app. I said, all you need is a SoundCloud app, because the second anything is uploaded that comes out of this studio, I put it on the SoundCloud, and you're alerted. You listen to it 24-7, rewind, fast-forward. And I'll have the artwork comes up full screen on there, too. And it's completely free. What do you want for nothing? Greg, great show as always. All right. For Go for Greg, I'm Ozzy the Sports Chucky. Check us out next time on the Sports Chucky Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Now batting... Number 69, Ozzy the Sports Junkie. All right. I kind of stepped on you a little bit. I don't like that. It's a little too much chorusy. It's a little heavy.